From wireless to Wi-Fi, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. My first major DX, you know this, but maybe some people are new here following us. And, and thank you again for finding us on YouTube. Um, a few hundred people, I think we may creep up on 400. Surprising to me. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, humbling that people care to see what you're putting out there. And it took us five years to really build up the podcast to where it is. So it's important to me that everyone knows I'm not leaving it. This is just an extra side of it. You can look in the camera and see the people who come in. Um, oh, yeah, 5.30 in the morning one year. Probably my first year I was operating the old Drake, the TR7. I my baby's still here. And uh, she's like, why don't you try turning me on every once in a while? <laughs> A-hole. Hey, <laughs> Alpha Hotel. That's where it comes from. Barking over there. I need to turn her on. Turn me on. But, turn uh, me on. Turn me on. <laughs> And it was, you know, that and the uh, the D104 microphone. And I heard New Zealand sometime in the five o'clock hour. My children were younger. We had, a, you know, a baby, probably a year old or whatever at the time. And holy smokes, man, I, I jumped out of my chair. 100 watts to New Zealand freaked me out. Like literally, you know, like this in the house screaming. <laughs> and your wife's going, what is your problem? Yeah, it's like full. You know, I don't think I woke anybody up, but, you know, I'm like, who do I tell? You know, who do I tell? And I'm like, what time is it, Steve? Damn, it's too early to text Steve. <laughs> I had to wait a couple of hours. And, but, you know, that, you know, I think we do all remember those times where, mm -hmm. you know, and I think getting portable and doing things like the fallout and the tune up or uh, field day or any others where you get out there, you know, to make these contacts on a little radio like this and an antenna you made or whatever radio you like. KX2, KX3, I, I don't own those. I, I still take the 7300 out uh, because I love it. I just love that radio. But, you know, when you make a contact somewhere, and I made two East Coast contacts with this Zygu. It's the G90 uh, radio. We're going to give it away. I'm going to give it away. I made to East Coast. We went to West Virginia and Virginia. I was like, 20 watts. That's pretty cool. Now, one of the stations had a beam. He was pointing in this direction. He was doing the heavy lifting for me, but you know, it re reminds you of, you know, what a little bit of power can do. You know, mm -hmm. 20, do you remember sort of your first lower power contacts and being like just amazed? I know. Oh, yeah. Plus, it was a little different sun cycle. But talk a little bit about how your uh, your first contacts on some lower power. Oh, it was maybe 20 watts, 25 watts CW. And uh, yeah, it was you know, across the state or something like that. But still, it was, uh, I was so, sh I was shaking so much and I was just kind of, oh God, I hope my fist is good <laughs> as far as, uh, you know, sending CW. But uh, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, one of the early, I remember, and this is just happens to be VHF on two meters. I made a, uh, with a five watt handheld, I made a uh, contact that was more than 120 miles on one, four, six, five, two. And uh, like you, I was like, yeah, <laughs> you know, I was 17 at the time, but it was uh, I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. So your so. voice may have been like, yeah, but it was uh, yeah, you love those things. And even today when I, uh, you know, talk to someone running five watts and yeah, I got my beam pointing at them and. 
and I got this station here to pull them out, but I am just as excited for them to make the contact with me because I could hear it in their voice that they're like, oh man, this is so cool. I'm talking to Washington State and it's like, and I'm just as happy for them. It's even when I make a DX, 40 years in the hobby, more than 40 years, and I still get excited when I make a contact, say, in some small remote area in Africa or in, in Asia or some island out in the middle of the Pacific or something like that. Just uh, I'm I get ecstatic over it because it's like this is so cool. Yeah. I'm just using a radio and well, sometimes this guy, but uh, and an antenna. And we're all in the same boat and uh, no wires, no nothing as far as the in between. And boom, here we are. We're making, you know, we're having a chit chat and it's just it is so cool. That's what I, I like about this hobby. I think that's important for us. We get really, um, I don't know, we can get complacent in a lot of things in our life. But, you know, it's so fun on our net where we can find somebody. And I hear it with you. You know, it seems like once a week, twice a month that somebody new is here. Last week you were, uh, I was the 99th HF contact for somebody. You were the 100th. And the guy went on Twitter and he was so excited about how cool and like apropos. And I'm like, yeah, that is real. That is a cool coincidence. You know, mm -hmm. we kind of need to, we, we always seem to, or at least I do, maybe I'm guilty of it. You know, we, we get into the thing where we want more, you know, we want another big antenna or we want another tower and we want to, you know, and sometimes whether it's an event like this or field day, it's, it's cool to stop and remind yourself what that thrill of being new is and what that may be like to work somebody who's brand new uh you just work somebody new and you're like you'll spend 10 or 15 minutes i i recorded you the other night if i had it set up <laughs> if i had it set up you were talking to somebody yeah i was like geez like if you have trouble at the gates of heaven steve like look hold on Christian's got some recordings and uh, I think, I think you could probably get them, but you know, you're working with these and talking to these, you know, you're really positive with people on the air and, and just, you know, it's a credit credit to you where you're helping, helping the next generation and supporting them. And that's okay. You say, that's okay. I only have, cause you'll hear this a lot too. I only have a wire at 15 feet. And okay. Steve, Steve will say, well, that's doing great. I mean, you're you're 15 feet in the air and you're working 800 miles to Washington mm -hmm. State. And they're like, yeah. You know, so there's almost like an apology for, you know, I'm not quite, I'm just using this. And, you know, my radio is this. And and uh, as, as we kind of go along our ham radio career, for me, it's important that we kind of pause, pump the brakes and pull these young ones up and remember that. Talk about it a little bit, Steve. Oh yeah, it's it's great. I mean, the, the I always say no wire, uh, any wire is better than no wire. So even if it's um, fifteen feet off the ground or or five feet off the ground, I got a chance uh, here this past uh, winter on seventy five meters to work a couple of guys, and this one blew me away completely. They they live in HOA. A lot of us are in the in the community here are saddled with HOA issues. So we have to get creative with antennas. And, uh, you know, a lot of people run in antennas in their attic or along their eve. Well, these guys, and one was in Arizona and the other one I think was in New Mexico or something. 
they put a wire, a, a full size 75 meter dipole on top of a wooden fence. It just got those yellow um, standoffs that we use out here in the rural areas for hot wire fences. And they just tacked that onto their wooden fence and they ran the wire all the way around their wooden fence. So, you know, five, six feet off the ground. I'm using a wire antenna at this end. So I've got nothing super, you know, spectacular as far as antennas on my end, just a double bazooka. And they're S5, S6, and we're going back and forth. I'm here in the Pacific Northwest. They're down in the Southwest. Boom, we're having a conversation. And I was just completely blown away. They were blown away too. That's like, wow. So the the way I look at it is I don't care what you put up, just get something up in the air and just get on the air. That's all that, you know, we just want you on the air and, and join us. And uh, if one of us has to do a little bit of heavy lifting, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's just get out there, have fun and enjoy the hobby. And that's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. There's a uh, Facebook user. Oh, it's Rex. I don't know if it's still the Rex. We know the uh, farmer here in Missouri. How did you and Steve get connected five years ago? And that that's a good question. And and I, I almost, I, I don't know. But yeah, uh, there was a time when I was, um, when I first got licensed. Well, no, it was after probably 2015 in that area mm-hmm. when I started getting new to HF, um, a Bob Heil. K9 EID was a, he's a local here and we met and I spent some time talking to him about the hobby. And, you know, he was working with me quite a bit, answering a lot of questions. And I felt at the time I'm, I'm leaning on the same few people a lot. And uh, so 100 Watts and a Wire was created. But before that, um, I had been doing some stuff with newer, new hams or newer hams, younger hams on um, Ham Nation. And so, you know, once or twice a month, um, they would bring me in and we would uh, introduce uh, Marty Sullaway uh, came through that show. Um, the twins, I don't remember their call signs, but these young hams that are kind of new and upstarts and they became, you know, they'll have great careers. Uh, but we were introducing them through Ham Nation. And then we met at uh i guess the ham nation does a live thing on wednesdays during dayton we got to talk about hera next here because that's a perfect lead-in and um i was on the show there and steve was there and that's where i met steve and everybody with bob was there and oh the whole crew because they do the live show right there from the crown plaza and that was the day we -hmm. met and spent some time talking and just clicked. Steve's an audio guy too, you know, and uh, with a lot of, um, and, and you end up, you call yourself his roadie, but I think Bob gets so wrapped up with talking to people about whatever and helping them. Bob calls me his roadie. So yeah, that, we just go along with it. So Bob, so what ends up happening is Bob, all these people start coming to Bob. And so I just said, Hey, just relax. I'll take care of, you know, tearing down everything and putting it all away. And uh, so after a couple of years, then one day Bob goes, hey, I got a roadie. It's Steve. <laughs> so that's how the roadie uh, came about. But, yeah, we met in C- Crown Plaza in uh, May of 2015. And uh, we just, you know, and it, here we are. Yeah. Five Friends years later. Five years later. Yep. So good. That five years doesn't seem like a lot, but. Oh, it seems like yesterday. It does seem like yesterday. And uh, we communicate all the time. Uh, Steve's a big part of the show and the success of the show and me as a as a ham 
overall, knowing anything. We got another user here. Uh, yeah, please put your call sign in your name, if you will. If you if you don't give the permission, they won't show us who you are. So I want to make sure we give your credit there. Utah Remote SDR picked me up while I was uh, tuning up a few times on 20 and 40 meters. RF output power was less than a quarter of a yep. watt. That's a great receiver. I use it all the time. Something we maybe in another show we'll talk about how to uh, incorporate using a uh, a remote re SDR receiver like the Utah or Half Moon Bay, and then there's a, there's a few others. We'll come up with a list of, uh, and you can use it for many things uh, as a diversity receiver or even testing your audio. But we'll 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 touch that. Uh, we'll go down that road one day Lots another of time. Lots of things to talk about. Wayne says hello and good afternoon, all. He's Kilo India 4, United Yankee Alpha. Uh, our friend is back here. We really do need more Elmers people to help and teach the new hams. Yeah, I, I sometimes have that a, is so true. I have bad dreams. Like, I, you know, it's like the older generations, not to sound morbid, they're, they're you know, they're dying off and it's harder to, um, mm -hmm. I don't know, you know, and kids are hard to get through to sometimes, but we're not just talking about the next generation. I mean, it is the next generation, but I came to this, you know, in my forties, you know, I came along late. I was exposed to it early. It led to a broadcasting career. And then later on, I wanted to learn how the other side of the microphone worked. And that's kind of how I got in. Uh, but I, I do worry about that. I, you know, I think it's, there's a lot of factors. It's it's a really uh, it's a yes we do absolutely. It's how do we do it? How do we become more inclusive? How do we reach these people and put these connections together? I was fortunate, you know. I talked to Bob early. There's another local guy that I would talk to, and then I think they all got the craps of it, and they're like, Steve, he's yours. And I'm like, <laughs> luckily. I had somebody to talk to. I mean, no matter what, I talked to Steve when I was doing this, guys. When I was making this, I'm like, Steve, how do you use this tool to pop these pins out of here? I'm like, can't do it. I'm elbow dropping on it. Like, out. So, Get out your 10-pound sledge. <laughs> you need somebody. And maybe you find these people just by trying to get on the air, mm -hmm. making some contacts, you know, be having the courage to get on the air and i know it's hard sometimes when you're new to kind of to break in or say you know make a contact or call cq i know those times are hard but i think if you get in there and you you know sometimes you gotta you gotta pay a couple dues there too you may uh you may get a couple couple ribs you know about your station or turn your amp on you know i hear it all the time but if you can kind of get in there um in a way and Frankly, it's how 100 Watts and Wires started. It was that I was leaning on some guys and I thought, you're going to wear out your welcome, dude. You're asking everything that wasn't on the test. And they were all generous uh, with helping. But I thought I need to kind of create a repository where people can ask questions. And that's why 100 Watts and Wires started was because I felt a certain way and the community grew out of it. Now there's an exchange of information. But Nothing really beats that kind of one-on-one. -on -one. Like, I can't be in person with Steve. We have not built an antenna together in person. Uh, you know, I was there when he built the uh, the double bazooka over time. Yeah, we just sent, we, we sent pictures back and forth <laughs> and yeah. things like that. So it's, 
you know, my hex beam, my hex beam install, all that stuff. It was like I had somebody with me, but we weren't in person. Now we've got the COVID. So there's so many different factors of getting together as uh, hams. But yeah, we that's one to figure out. I, I don't worry about the next generation as much. Everybody asks that question. Doesn't matter where you go. Um, how do we how do we turn on the next generation? You know, and that's the thing on its own. But, uh, you know, and I have my opinions on that. I think I think the kids are going to find it, but we all need to be a little more inclusive as a community. You know, we have to be willing to uh, put in the work with people that may not look like us or maybe women or whoever. But uh, I'm not going to rant on that. It's not a political position. I just want more inclusiveness and welcomeness because there is a bit of a, oh, I had it. You know, try jumping into the middle of a, a group on 75 meters. And it's no crap. Oh, yeah. If you've got 1,200 watts to drop on their head and the oh, curve. They'll even ignore uh, you then. <laughs> yeah. So it's hard, right? It's just hard. Um, but, yeah, yeah. You're, uh, you're welcome to send your questions if you'd like to and uh, say hello to Wayne. Uh, this is a different thing uh, for us. Amateur radio is never-ending learning experience. Exactly. Uh, you're absolutely. always learning. There's always something new. This, the hobby is so vast. There's so many modes that we can operate in different facets of the hobby. Just, uh, just operating, just getting on the air and doing. Then there's all the technical side. If you get into that, and if you don't get into the technical side, it's okay. Now the the thing, one of the things that drives me a little, a little batty, is these guys going, oh, you know, we need to have all the technical stuff. We got these extras that don't even know how to solder and stuff like that. It's like I don't care. It doesn't matter. Yes. It does not matter. So if you hear someone saying that and you don't know how to solder or do anything technical, it's okay. Don't worry about it. If they, it's it's their ignorance that uh, they they speak out of that. There's some people they they're into the hobby for the technical part. That's great. Then there's people that are into the hobby to operate and just you know get on the air, and that's great. So I mean it's so don't let these knuckleheads discourage you or anything like that if if you don't know anything about technical, and that that part just drives me bat. Beep. <laughs> that, yep. Yeah, we uh, we need to be try to be a little more inclusive. You can't make people do anything. That's the thing. No. And there's been people around for so long, you know. So I like to let people be. That's why we move our net. Steve Steve taught the whole crew that we're net control uh, operators that we want to be good neighbors. Uh, mm -hmm. We will move. We'll slide off a frequency after we've posted it to social media that we're here now and we've cleared it but you know there's somebody here that's having a problem we'll slide down you know it's being a good and we've name. done it we've done it and yeah. we yeah continue to do it okay let's see here I, I i heard a guy calling cq i was going to see where he is then we want to talk about Hera arena and i know people are probably getting hungry for lunch hopefully steve is eating yeah he called cq but he kind of left hmm. oh we got a special event station there so See if I that's another it. thing is if you hear a special event station, go out and work them. They're, they're out there, you know, wanting to, you know, celebrate something. It doesn't matter what it is. And, uh, you know, it's the other day I got to work uh, the MIA guys and it was it was awesome. You know, they're celebrating the missing action. And that's that's great. There's a lot of special events that come out there and just, you know, they're spending time and uh, wanting to get out and promote uh, their special event. And. Go work them, and uh, they'll be happy to work you. For sure. And they're quick exchanges, too. Say you've mm -hmm. got a little bit of a mic fright, you know, which means you. Yeah, uh, southeast of 
Nebraska Amateur Radio Club uh, 85th anniversary celebration. Nice! It's 10 over here. You know, it's a quick exchange. You can test your antenna. You can see if you're getting out. Usually the people are pleasant. You know, take a time to listen to what's happening there and then call. Usually they're sitting there waiting for you to call them back. You may as well jump in. And it's quick. There's no commitments. You don't have to become friends. Keep your credit card in your pocket. You don't need to do anything. But, uh, yeah, it's a good place to test and make some quick contacts and just kind of break the ice a little bit. No commitment. I want to talk about um, Hera. We, uh, you heard something about Hera. You've got some other thing going on. I'm going to be uh, appearing uh, on a couple of uh, shows, I believe, this week. Ham uh, Talk Live with Neil Rapp. He's our old nice. friend. Uh, he also just celebrated a birthday Thursday. I used to call myself uh, his Regis Philbin because, quite <laughs> frankly, that's some of no bitch. He would call me when someone dropped off. He'd say, oh, yeah, you know, can you can you fill in? And I was uh, <laughs> the Regis Philbin to... Uh, his David Letterman show, you know, because I live close or whatever it was. But uh, we'll visit with Neil um, on Thursday and also Michael. I, I get Michael's call sign uh, mixed up. KBR, something. Hold on a second. He also has a pretty popular YouTube channel. He's a KB9VBR. He wants to do a live stream and talk about the fallout. So nice. look for us in these locations. We, we need to get the word out here. And I'm proud of the fact that you know, we can we can actually make a call and see if anybody wants to donate anything. And it was the guys at LDG who I will thank now LDG and BioNO Power and ICOM. They've been supporting us uh, the whole ride. So thanks to our sponsors for uh, helping us with the show. But the guys at LDG, they said this thing's got a, a tuner in it. Let's get an antenna. And you know what? If you get 50 feet of coax right now, you will have a complete station. Uh, so that's what I did. And all I did, I, I dropped the line. Uh, let's see. It's uh, ABR. I get my uh, my uh, things. Yeah, it's ABR Industries. They're going to send 50 feet of Ultraflex coax to nice. add and go out in the field. So I'm proud of that. I want to get the word out. So share it with your friends. If you hear this between uh, now and the contest time, it's not contest time, uh, the fallout on October 9th and 11th. Any band, any mode, any power, you can have aluminum wire it doesn't matter what you have uh, it's all good so what did you hear about Hera? they just decide that you know it, it looked going to be a better parking lot what are uh, they going to redevelop the uh, the property so finally Ooh. you know we, you know a year or so ago uh Hera arena got hit by a tornado so it was heavily damaged and then uh two days ago it was uh on the local dayton television station that uh they're tearing it down. They're finally raising the uh, the property. the The history of uh, Hera it goes way back, uh, especially for you know us in the amateur radio community. It's uh, Hamvention has been there for many many years. A lot of memories for people. That uh, uh, to the to the ones that have never been there, it's uh, it's just a building. It uh, was uh, it was hurting its last uh, few years. I mean, really hurting. It wasn't uh, maintained. It, uh, but there was a, a tradition, a mystique, especially for us in the hobby here. What uh, what it represented. So when uh, when uh, Dara had to move from Hare Arena to Green County Fairgrounds, uh, it was a, a big shock to the uh, to the community. And there was always this hope that. Uh, 
for many that uh, we would go back to Hera Arena and be, you know, hamvention of yesteryear, but it's not going to happen anymore. So it, uh, there's, you know, I have, I personally have a lot of memories of the place. Uh, I've met a lot of people there, made a lot of friends there that I would always see year after year. And, um, but, you know, things happen and we got to move on and uh, we're making new memories at Green County Hair Fairgrounds with, uh, with Hamvention and things. So, uh, hair is uh, going to be gone. All we're going to have is memories and pictures of it. Yeah, that was a real bummer. And I think people fell on both sides of that. I think if you had a pass there, if you were maybe in a newer ham, maybe 10 years or so, you know, like for me, I went there and I, I, my memories of that is that it was quite a intricate maze of mm -hmm. these tunnels and these areas and where am I kind of thing going on. But that's, that's me. I, I'm directionally challenged sometimes. And I'm looking for coffee. And I'm like, where do I get coffee? And I'm like a zombie. Where do I get the coffee? I'm walking around the same loop. And then I remember, you know, my memories of sitting up in, um, it was a hockey arena. They probably yeah. played basketball there too. And I, talking to John Amadeo, you know, uh, up in the rafters, just sitting there with the microphone talking about ham radio and, you know, his sort of deal, which we, we played back here on the show and, and others and, and meeting some new people out there and then going and getting out in that, um, uh, what's it called? Like the uh, flea market. Oh man. It was just like, wow. Like, what is that? Heliax. What is that? Like and my eyes are like, what is Heliax? <laughs> Steve, do I need Heliax? 500 <laughs> yards. Like, I don't know. It's this thick. And what's Heliax? Um, you know, and sure it was muddy and, you know, and, and the stories that I sort of inherited were like, you know, one day the toilets overflowed and the poop was going down the lane. Oh, I was, I was there. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah actually, breaking news. Hold on. I got this thing. Oh, people still talk about it. <laughs> oh, man. This would be good for our friends at home. Where is it? Oh, my God. It was breaking the... news. Breaking <laughs> news. W7UDI uh, is breaking news. He was there. They're on scene and when the when the poop flowed into <laughs> the parking lot. Who caused it? That's what we need to know. Who did it? Because you know it was some ham up early. It was just a pipe thing, right? It couldn't yep, handle it. It was food. just a blockage. So Hair Arena, because it was so old, had a... Uh, so if you ever been there, there was a golf course that was next to the parking lot. And that was the leach field. And that's where the septic ran. And I guess because something got blocked and there was a backup and somewhere the pipe was a little weak. And then next thing we know, it's bubbling out of the ground in the parking lot and starting to, because it was a slope and it was going through um, people's uh, stalls <laughs> it was, uh, as they say it was the brown trout was uh was uh brown <laughs> on the ground that's hard to recover from you know what i mean like that's really hard to say yeah but you know this well, what about that year when the brown oh, trout? well we've got that so somebody was really blocked up and then <laughs> then they were unblocked but they blocked up the pipe and yeah, it was just one of those things. It just, you know, it happened. They were really quick about uh, they got it taken care of. And it was it was, you know, in reality, in the big scheme of things, it was just a small piece. But it's uh, it's a memory of, you know, Pam mentioned and things. It was just a small piece. <laughs> hey, Paul. Smaller, smaller pipe. 
Hello, Paul. <laughs> N2HYG is one under what ID is uh, number 488. Says, greetings, gentlemen. Great to see you both. And not just talk over the air. Great topics. We're just doing a rag brew. I mean, this is sort of yeah. what one under Watson and Wire is all about. And, um, you know, you're welcome to join the conversation as well. We're, we're happy to have you here. Hey, good morning and um, afternoon, Paul. It's good to have you here. And uh, KC6CNN again. Great. Thanks, Gerald. Glad you're enjoying it. I know. Right right on the heels. I have to put that comment right on the heels of the poop uh, river. Yep. Uh, but, uh, here's Steve again. These stories sound identical. Back in my early CB days at our meetings at Geno's, only in Philadelphia. The Geno is a famous uh, sub, uh, not a sub shot, mm-hmm. uh, cheese steak. It was cheese steak. Geno's. And then uh, what was the one across the st- Pats? There we go. Yep. Been to both places and. Uh, had to uh, had to try both of them, and God, it was hard to pick between the two. But I know in Philly, that is that is a cult. It's either you're Geno's guy or you're a Pat's guy, and it was like. But they for for a guy from the Northwest, it was like ah, I really liked it. And I and, lived there uh, six years, and you had to know what you wanted. There was always mm-hmm. a line, went down the road and around. You get closer, you start to see all the famous people. On the walls, they're like headshots and autographs of presidents and movie uh-huh. stars who have been there. And well, when it's time to order, you better order like the soup Nazi. You got to know what it is. You you can't get there. And well, I it's no, it's or it, get get out of the way. It's yeah, the staff it. didn't get you. The crowd would, you know, the people in lines. You know. Yeah. So it, yeah. it was well, brutal. I uh, I miss Philadelphia and the food and some great. Uh, friends there as well Uh, so we had a lot of topics we talked about here we want to touch upon uh what you've discovered with your broken rope we want to get to that before we go to lunch time so uh it's it's a good topic so i uh so nine years ago when i moved into this place i threw up a a g uh, not a g5 a carolina window up uh above the house between the pine trees and it's been up there for about nine years and i've been kind of toying with the idea uh, but, you know, I should take it down and probably um, re- move it over to the tower here and over by the shop. And uh, so it was just but I had it up there because there's times uh, I'd be in the house or I'd go down in the basement and turn on the radio and uh, and uh, go from there. And, it, and that's actually the antenna that I used to get on 17 meters and things like that, because I don't have any you know work band antennas out here in this particular station. So. Uh, the other day, I I was uh, in in the bedroom and I heard a clunk under the roof and I'm like, what the heck was that? And lo and behold, eventually I walked outside and the the center ballon hit the the roof and I was like, why is that on the roof of the peak of the roof? And sure enough, it was uh, the uh, Carolina Wyndham was down and I go, well, this support rope is good. So I went to the other end, the west end, and sure enough, the rope broke and it was like well, nine years into the trees and. Uh, it finally broke. So it was, uh, well, I needed to bring it down anyway. But the point I'm getting at is now's the time because we just had a, a rainstorm come through here with wind. So it was our first, uh, you know, substantial storm uh, for the area. And uh, so go out and check your uh, antennas. If uh, you got some old support ropes out there, might be a good time to replace them. And uh, uh, so I was actually surprised it lasted nine years. But uh it was a white uh, kind of nylon rope. It was something I just 
uh, grabbed and threw up because I was getting, you know, I needed to get an antenna up. I just moved into the house and wanted to get back on the air. So, uh, it, uh, yeah, because your shack's yeah. not in your house. It's about 100 nope. yards away. Yep, this is uh, out in my shop, and uh, I built a uh, a room within the shop to, to be the shack. And uh, so it's, uh, so, yeah, it, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> you know, we hear about your antennas going down. Well, here's mine. <laughs> I, and I think that's why it works. You know, I, I'm going to start taking some walks and some video walks and showing you like we're getting around that time where the leaves are falling, the winds are picking up deadwood wants mm -hmm. to uh, come. And I, I like to try to exercise my ropes um, because they're all over trees. I don't have pulleys at 50 feet. I just can't get up there to them. So it's good for me to kind of even just exercise them a little bit, move them a few feet up and back. So they're not, you know, growing around. These are all old Oaks, but it's good to move your ropes a little bit and, check your connectors bring them all the way down if you want to and, and, and replace them after a few years just the rope is cheap it, uh, and the last thing you want to do is you know scramble to try to get uh, your ropes your antenna back up especially if you're going to be involved in some kind of operating event whether it's a contest or fallout it's yeah hey good time to check your uh, your antennas your support ropes and things like that for your wire antennas before fallout and because yeah. uh, the last thing you want is uh, to come down uh, during you know when you when you really want your antenna you know, oh, then, man. changing connectors in the cold we've all done it snow <laughs> i've been two cheeks deep working in there in the snow like trying to figure things out and well, you remember was it last year or the year before that winter that uh i had that coax connector uh, that the cable uh pulled back out uh, because i was using crimp connectors and yeah. uh it uh you know, making the uh, doing a repair with uh, 18 inches of snow on the ground. Yeah. And, and you know, you seemed happy to do it. I used to oh, stress God, yeah. out a lot of it. You know, I would stress out like if an antenna went down, I really felt I needed to get out there right now and fix it. And I'm starting to get that's OK. You know, I'm getting more like, yeah, it'll wait. It'll wait. Uh, but, you it. know, there are days where I'm like, no, that's I need to do it. You know, I'm mm -hmm. still kind of on the fence like that's my 40 meter antenna. I got I to gotta do it. I got to do it. And it doesn't matter what's out there, you know, snowsuit, walking like, you know. Well, I, I saw it as a, hey, well, here's, here's a good, you know, training exercise or just, you know, let's take some pictures of it. And uh, how do we troubleshoot it and uh, go from there and, uh, you, you know, utilizing an MFJ uh, antenna analyzer and some dummy loads and pretty much, you know, open up the uh, connections and. You know, I I brought this on myself, and uh, it was like it kind of bit me in the butt. So, and we all do it. Want to thank uh, Jason at Ham Radio Two Point um, He's man. I mean, he's got uh, about fifty thousand uh, subscribers on his channel. And for us, it's not about we're going to be small and the smallest for quite a while, and that's okay with me. I, I'm a gardener, and I consider myself a. Uh, uh, patient enough to watch it grow and i'm okay with whoever gets to see it uh, it's a, it's who's engaged who's going to come and, and check the the content out is is what i am uh, uh, into uh but jason's got a uh, a great popular channel there and i want to thank him for the uh, subscription uh kb9 vbr is also subscribed and and others uh don thank you outdoors on the air you can kind of see if i don't know how all that works i subscribe to a ton of channels but i don't i think i you can't see my uh, subscriptions, who subscribes, whatever. It's a setting. 
But uh, thank you to them. And I think I will visit with KB9, VBR, uh, Michael, and Joe. They stream from time to time. Maybe we can work out a stream on their channel, talk about the fallout. Um, Jason invited me to uh, return to his show. I've been on his show before. Nice guys and the YouTuber bunch is growing. They've got a ton <clears> of <throat> stations there and uh, supporting each other and everybody's growing and it's uh, cool to see. And uh, with Neil, Neil's still doing his podcast, uh, Ham Talk Live. And I remember him coming to me talking about starting a podcast. He started after I did. I'm like, you're trying to do a live call-in thing? Are you nuts? <laughs> You know, it's all made it work. I'm like, whoa, you crazy? What if somebody just, you know, calls you the uh, F bomb? What are you going to do? And, uh, you know, it was a lot of consideration with doing a live phone in call. And I think that's original. That's that's an original Mm -hmm. in this uh, media landscape. Uh, Let's see. Somebody's giving Steve some love here. It's Kilo Echo Zero United Papa Delta. His ID is 4112. It's nice to put a face with your voice, Steve. Good to now, see you here. Kidding, but uh, James Earl Jones's voice with my <laughs> face. Oh, <laughs> I would give white. One, I mean, literally, I don't mean to be crude here, but I would give a testicle to have that. Oh. I mean, if there is a voice of God, he's got it. <laughs> it's Darth Vader. And then my friend Earl Bailey. So I would go without stones to uh, sound like either of those guys but that's probably more than you needed and uh, a good sign <laughs> to stop now <laughs> i need medicine and uh, stop it Chris. But, uh, thanks what's to in that coffee of yours <laughs> a little bourbon a little bourbon bailey, I, they call it. I think they call it the baileys that's not an alcohol is it? oh my gosh thank you steve thank you uh, oh. everybody who joined us today Thank you uh, all. Having some a good time. If I could, if I could get Steve to do it, I, I think Saturday morning is actually a fun time to do it. And then we yeah, go get dressed and get outside and start working. Um, now that it's getting colder, but uh, yeah, do it a little bit more uh, regularity. Uh, Victor Echo Three Zulu Victor United, uh, number eighteen. Yankee Zulu oh, Victor Yankee Zulu Victor Yankee. Thank you, Steve. Um, it says nice show, guys. Well, thank you. We're just thank hanging you. out. Earl Bailey, yes. Let's put that up there, David. Earl Bailey, uh, you can hear his voice. He's a mentor of mine on the broadcast side. A dear friend, uh, incredible talent uh, on radio. I was at NEW, and then I met him at WMMR, where we crossed over. And his voice has been on 100 Watts and a Wire, and he's just one of the best. You can hear him on Sirius XM. He um, is a program director and host for Deep Track. So if you like things like track two through whatever, not just the hits. Nice. Check out Earl. I mean, he's amazing, amazing talent. But anyway, nothing but thanks and love here. I hope you guys have a great weekend. We appreciate you uh, coming by. Uh, nice to say Earl's name. And uh, great to visit with you, Steve. Thanks, Wayne. Plans? Are you going to do anything this weekend? Yeah, thank oh, you. I got some projects. I got that uh, that antenna to take uh, finally take it completely down and then uh, relocate it, and uh, saw a few little radio projects. And then I got to get to uh, that windstorm came through, and so I got a lot of pine needles that are uh, down on the grass that needs to be uh, picked up. So got yard work to do, and uh, so yeah, it's going to be kind of a a little busy weekend here. Cool on the cool side, which will I like and. Uh, so it'll be a good time to, to
to be out in the field and uh, work out there and got to uh, grade the driveway, get it. Uh, family kind of potholes it a little bit or so I need to just. I'm keeping you from it. work. It sounds like I'm <laughs> keeping you from work. And maybe that's a good thing. Lock the door, man. Lock oh, the door, yeah. buddy. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you, Steve. W7UDI. You can hear him tomorrow night and hopefully myself will shake free and uh, we'll run it. We'll see what we can do tomorrow. We'll talk about the fallout a little bit. If you have questions about the fallout, it'd be good to uh, visit the website, 100 Watts and a Wire. Um, you can just poke around there and look for the operating events. And we will do that um, at the beginning of October. The 9th through the 11th is when you can see that. Here, we'll put that up there for you now if I can get there fast enough as I'm wrapping up. The so, show. yeah, just get out there, get on the air, and uh, throw up any wire you got or aluminum. And just uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys on the air. Come and join Share us. Your idea, your ID. Uh, you can talk about your antennas. It's not a contest. I'd like you to get the 25 contacts, though. That way, it seems fair like you've entered mm -hmm. into the random drawing and you've kind of earned a spot to be, you know, just given away. This is a, the radio is a, you know, it's a $500 piece of equipment. It's, it's, it's worth uh, making the contacts. The, the stations that are, um, uh, the bonuses, you know, they get you five. So check out the list. Take and, five, make five contacts. You can, you can be in yeah, the, uh, in the contest. And, and so. it's a good, it's a complete system. You buy yourself a, uh, a bug out bag, put all the stuff that's coming from our, uh, donors and, uh, and you'll be ready to go, uh, up the hills. All right, Steve, it's always right. great to see you. We will uh, catch up again. Maybe we'll do this on Saturday. I love calling this no, conversation so can continue as, and, uh, welcome our friends. All right, we got a couple more comments. I'll share them uh, as well. Let's see, uh, Paul, just to let you know, the special event station is N0N, the Nebraska ARC. And uh, nice. John says, uh, great show. Talk to you on the air. It's Thanks, John. Juliet uh, Golf Mike. John, nice to see you here. Thanks for stopping by. Remember to subscribe at YouTube. If you want to see these, they will take this from Facebook. I think it drops off. But it'll be posted tomorrow. It takes um, 18 to 24 hours for it to sort of go through its processing thing. And then it will be uh, uploaded to the 100 Watts and Wire YouTube channel. And the show, the audio from the show will be taken and uh, put for our friends who have been listening to us for over five years now on the podcast side. So everybody take care of yourselves and each other. And uh, by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.